Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Case File 33 of Microscope, the show that examines some of the world's biggest mysteries. This episode, we're investigating one of our most remarkable cases yet, as we talk to the model maker of E.T. in Jurassic Park about how one of his animatronics came to life. I visited Gary Geppetto, a visual effects expert who has worked on hundreds of films, but some years ago, the world of model making was rocked by rumours that some of Gary's creations were coming to life. Although now an incredibly busy man working on various films and teaching courses to students, Gary was kind enough to spare us some time to talk to Microscope, and the recording starts with me asking how he dealt with the stories surrounding his models. Yeah, well, uh, this is scandalous, and it actually uh, stopped me getting a lot of work. Mm. Uh, for 20 years, I couldn't get a single work. Yeah, couldn't get a single work. <laughs> yeah. Dreadful time. And to, just just to, to, to paint a, a, a broader picture of your career before then, so before that, you were working on a variety of films. I think E.T. was yours, Alien was yours. I worked on, uh, I worked on E.T. Yeah. Uh, with Stephen. Uh-huh. Uh, Spielberg. Stephen, uh, Stephen Chop. Stephen Chop. Yes, he was, um, again, I don't really want to go into this, but I thought it was Stephen Spielberg, and then six months later, they went, um... No, that's Stephen. <laughs> that's Stephen Chop. That's Stephen Chop. Who is Stephen Chop, and what is his relation to the film ET? Yeah, he was a rival director to Spielberg. Right. They've been uh, they've been uh, enemies uh, since uh, <laughs> since <laughs> childbirth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he heard uh, Stephen was making ET, yeah, he went, "I'm making uh, ET." Um, you know when uh, ET goes on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, it's a very sad moment. Sorry. Yeah, this is Stephen Chop's version. In the Spielberg film, you know, E.T. does finally go home. Mm. What happens in Stephen Trop's version is about eight of his family come out. Right. Of the, of the spaceship. Yeah. And uh, they kill Elliot. Right, the child. <laughs> yeah. They kill him. How? Lasers. A laser gun. Yeah. Straight in the head. Straight in the head, yeah. It's a right. and it'll... horrifying film. Sure. Any other differences between Stephen Chop's version and Spielberg's? No, exactly the same. Sorry, it's a shot-for-shot shot remake, and at the end, <laughs> yeah, the aliens just come out and just kill the they kids. They filmed in different studios. Right. It was incredible. Yeah. And that's when I said to Stephen Chop, you need to make up with Spielberg. Yeah, Because yeah. you both have great visions. So you were working on, sorry, Chop's version of E.T. or Spielberg's version? Well, I was a design... I made... Uh, I, I was working on Chop's. You were working on Chop's version. <laughs> I was working on Chop's E.T. Yeah. But then when I saw what he was doing with it, I thought, I don't like this. I don't like it. No. So I went over to uh, Spielberg's version. What sort of poses were you hoping to sort of achieve with E.T.? And, and how do you sort of bring that character to life? That's a great question. The thing with E.T. is that you've got to believe that this little guy exists. Sure. That's the thing with what I do, you know. I can animate a, uh, you know, anything. But will you believe that it's real? Sure. Uh, E.T. is obviously an extraterrestrial. Yeah. Uh, you can see his heart beating. He's got big old eyes. And, uh, you know, his skin 
is what it is. <laughs> yeah, fingers are glowing. Fingers are glowing. And also, he doesn't really tiptoe. You can hear him coming down the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Flap, flap, flap. Yeah. How, how do you make anything believable? Well, I was going to say, have you... One word. Eyebrows. <laughs> right, okay. You just add eyebrows and that makes... Does Honestly, he... again, I, I do this when I'm teaching the students how to make anything believable eyebrows right um have you had issues in the past then with things looking not believable like when you were starting out were your early animatronics like um a success did you you know come out of the gates guns blazing or did it take a little while for you to find your feet it did my first um well you learn of course from your mistakes you need a stormy environment in which to, to progress and develop as a person as a... i got a call right uh we got a budget of about five grand uh-huh uh, we need to make a animated version of Elizabeth I right. with a Spanish armor. Yeah. Can you do it? I was young at the time. Sure. I said, sure, of course, yeah. When do you need it by? They said, uh... uh Saturday. I went, you'll have it Friday. <laughs> right, okay. What day of the week was it then? It was Thursday morning. Okay, right. You're, you're really <laughs> on the clock here. To, to Just to clarify, can you start what? For, for five grand, Elizabeth I and the Spanish Armada as yeah. what? As animatronics. They just wanted like a... Like a two-minute clip. Did of... they? Did they meet? Wasn't Elizabeth the first famously like land-based, and the Armada was at sea? Well, this is what I said to him. I said, uh, you know, I don't think she was on any ship. No. And they went. In this, we want a kind of uh, rowing the thing. Right. I'm like, how's she rowing it? Big old ships. Yeah. They went. That's your problem, mate. You got 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, this is your own target. Yeah. Well, yeah. And well, but then that's where that's where I went silly again. Right. I went. No. <laughs> you, so you brought your you're target. Have, <laughs> you brought your deadline even sooner. You're gonna have it in twelve. Right. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, you've got quite a competitive streak to to, to, to I your was life. young. Yeah. I was young, you know? I said you'll have it in twelve. Yeah. They went great. Uh so I said, Where are you based? Yeah. And they said Well we're uh, we're in Yorkshire. Right. And I uh, I was like, Right and they went Well um so, sorry, mate, are you going to get this to us? <laughs> Within the 12 hours? In, in 12 hours. Does the 12 hours include delivery well, and Well, that, again, was the issue, because yeah. um, they said, I don't think you can do that. Mm. And again, I just, you know, I've got it in me. I went... Yeah, red rag to a ball. I went, what do you mean? Yeah. I can get it... I can, yeah, yeah. You'll have it within the hour. <laughs> within the hour now, right. <laughs> now, I don't, I'm, I'm three hours away from Yorkshire. Yeah, sure. And they went, well, that's impossible, is it? And I went, sue me. Sue you. Slam right? the phone down. Sure. Now I've got a problem. You've got a problem because you need to start leaving for Yorkshire now. I should have left for Yorkshire two hours ago. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I didn't even know how to job. So you're in the car, <sighs> what? And are you driving whilst trying to make this animatronic? Yes. Right. Uh, Where would you get the supplies from? The garage? Well, I, uh, I, I put my foot down and yeah. I, got to, uh, I got to Watford and I stopped at the services. Yeah. And I went in and I said, uh, pump number six, have you got anything for a Spanish armada? <laughs> yeah, right, gotcha. And I'm guessing they didn't. Uh, this guy looks at me like, I don't know. He just looked around the shop and went, you do you, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you what? You grab what? Hose pipes? What do you? What can you get in a garage that would? I bought four Subway sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, as for the uh, for the bugs. Sure. Uh, then I bought uh, oh, Queen Elizabeth had red hair. Uh, bag of Watsons. Right. Then you're thinking uh, I need water, uh, so I bought uh, I bought water. Yeah, fair enough. It was, that wasn't a big leap, I guess. No. And then I bought some charcoal because. Uh, well, I don't know, you know the smoky atmosphere. Right. Anyway, I'm on the motorway. I put a brick. On the accelerator. Yeah, to maintain the speed while you could use... Whilst I get in the back... Get in the back, yeah. Get in the back of the uh, of the Ford Galaxy, and, you know, 
Get this thing working. Get this thing working. Now, how do you drive the car? I would guess because of your animatronic skills, you're able to sort of J-rig something up that you can control the car from the back. Well, a school product for my A-levels was I made uh, an animatronic version of myself. Right. Which was sat in the car seat. But don't you have to operate that yourself? There is string tied round my ankles and to his wrists. Yeah. You understand? Sure. Right. Now, with my hands, I'm trying to direct this uh, armada of what is sandwiches. Yeah. Just pouring it with the, uh, loads of water. And I've got a uh, what's it uh, stuffed into the subway. And uh, I regret doing this. But I also just lit the bag of charcoal. <laughs> you just lit it. So you want to create that smoky atmosphere. Create the smoky atmosphere. Yeah. So you're in a car <laughs> full of smoke, billowing out the windows. You drive up the the M1. No, I didn't open the window. Oh, you didn't open the. Sorry, my, my mistake. Didn't open the windows. And I guess that was your first career in puppetry. You've gone on to to work on a variety of films. But I guess the reason why we've come to to speak to you today is um well as we alluded to um before you you created what a, a an animatronic that moved without external control. Well, I didn't know I'd created it. Yeah. It was a work of... I wasn't commissioned to do it as well, and I think this is a very important thing to remember. Anyone out there, don't wait for the commission. Don't wait for someone to pay you. Just do it. Sure. So I well, made... I guess that's a metaphor we've taken to heart with this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Although, I, mean, I guess we do solicit donations that we've never oh, yeah, invoiced I for. <laughs> I do ask for donations. Yeah. Because what I do is... I, I, my workshop is in my uh, front room, uh-huh. and uh, so anyone can walk past and see what I'm up to. So I have um, put a little box just outside, and uh, for donations, donations. Oh yeah, and how much do you get? Oh, I just get you know uh, a lot of uh, foreign currency. Yeah, francs, francs. A lot of recycling in there. Um, dog mess. Mm. People think it's a bin. Well, because because I drew on the I drew a little cartoon of you know a stick man putting something in the in the box. Yeah. But it looks like someone the, the bin symbol. It looks like the, the fa- bin. The famous bin symbol. Yeah. yeah. And I also put the um, I also put arrows like going round in a triangle. Yeah. Like to remind you that if you walk off, oh maybe I should turn back and put some money. Put in. some money in, but it looks like the, the recycling <laughs> bin symbol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and what were you working on then in your workshop? Ah, the- well, so this is the. I was working on, uh, basically, I wanted to create, as I wanted to see how lifelike I could make something. You know, like, people will see a painting and they, you know, they can't believe that it's not a picture. I wanted that with, well, basically, I wanted to create a, a, um, a person who, if you were walking past the window, you'd think, what's that guy looking at? <laughs> what was he looking at? <laughs> what's he looking at? People are walking past. It's a lovely summer's day. They're looking through the window. A bit nosy, but why not? They look in. They see an animatronic child. This guy was about 16 because I'd made children in the past. I've made uh, old people. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that age, that, that that kind of late teenage age where you're kind of you know, working out who you are. and yeah, That's a difficult age for all of us. How do, how do you create that? Sure. How do you nail that? How, and how do you? You've built this sort of structure of rods. And I, I built guess, a 16-year-old uh, boy. Yeah, but underneath it's it's hinges, isn't it? And sticks and control in elements and whatnot with like a what a latex sort of body over the top. Well, like uh, you know, like Wallace and Gromit has like a, uh, a skeleton wire. A yeah, wire I think something like that. Yeah, to yeah. keep it together. And then yeah, latex, and then you know, very just slowly layering it, and then of course clothes. You've not got a naked 16-year-old boy in the front. <laughs> <of you. laughs> Well, you say that. We'll come back to that. Yeah, will we? I, I... 
So you're, you're, you're there in your workshop. Well, look, I have my uh, tea break, 11 o'clock, and I, I'm like clockwork, like that. Yeah. In I go to the kitchen. I do what I usually do. Kettle on, and I'm waiting, and the, the, the kettle is like high pit, that high-pitched whistle. Yeah, a kettle sound. Yes. And then I just hear from the... Um, living room. From the living room. Yeah. Two sugars, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I'm trying to come Now, I'm, yeah. I'm, I can hear the, uh, the kettle. I'm looking at the kettle then. Yeah. My mind's playing tricks. Sure. It would be mad for <laughs> your animatronics <laughs> to have come to life. So, <laughs> so you, you thought you'd imagine that? Yeah, I thought I'd imagine that. And then what? Are you well, had I went, well, I went back in. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm just there my tea. And I look over at um, you know, my, my, uh, my son. Your son? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what you're calling him already. So you were sort of hoping for yeah, a sort very of close. parent. Very close. Yeah. Very close. And, um,. And again, I thought my mind must be playing tricks, but I've always, he's always, like I said, he's always been in the window, stood up. Yeah. I've walked in holding a cup of tea. Sure. He sat down playing PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck! He sat <laughs> down and he's got the PlayStation on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. PlayStation's on. Yeah. He's not moving his hat. Nothing's moving. But he obviously has moved. Well, who's put him there? That's what I was thinking. You were thinking something. I wasn't yeah. thinking he's moved himself. Sure. I'm good, but I'm not that good. Yeah. Am then, I? Am I? Well, it sounds like you are, because... Well, I thought... I've seen Toy Story. I thought, all oh, right, this is something that happens when I'm out of the room. Yeah. And I thought, ah, I need to actually be in the room when I leave the room. You said, what, sorry? So I can't see him moving if I leave the room. You yeah, understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to get out. You know the chap I was talking about who was driving the car up to Yorkshire? This animatronic version of you that you had previously? Yes. So I had to get him out of the attic. Right. So I'm bringing him down because the idea is I'm going to trick, um, you know, my son. Sure. That I'm going to... So basically what I did was he was again sat staring at the PlayStation. Yeah. I wheel in myself. I then hide behind the city. Yeah. And then I kick... Uh, the model of me out in the room, so he thinks I've left. Yeah. But really, I'm hiding behind the scenes. Sure. I kick, I kick myself out, and I'm just looking at him. His head moves. Eyes looking around. Eyes looking around. He's a, he's a real boy. Completely real. 
I jump out from behind the city. Yeah. I go, what's going on? What is this? Well, and and, and he, he just comes to life somehow. Do you know what it was? What, what, like he, um, he just, a supernatural process had occurred? Well, he said to me, um, he went, where's my tea? I mean, imagine this happening to you. Your mind's just blown. Yeah, 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 of course. And I went, oh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. So I ran out and I called the police. Well, one policeman turned up. Sorry, what did you say to the police on the phone? The 16-year-old atmospheric <laughs> boy that I previously constructed has now come to life. And then they said, what service do you require? <laughs> right, right, you blurted that out before you got to the police bit. Yeah, and I said, well, have you got a service for that? Yeah. They went, we'll send a cop around. So this guy knocks on the door, and you can tell from his face he's not having it. <gasps> My son starts walking up the stairs. But I guess from a distance, he would look like a normal 16-year-old boy. Is that well, he- this is the problem. So the officer went, he looks at me, he thinks I'm mad. Yeah, sure. And he went, are you all right, son? And he went, no. And the officer then looks at me, and he's like, sir, do you want to, uh, is there someone you want to tell us? Sure. I said, don't trust him. He's made of latex. Huh, yeah, get close. I yeah. said get close. <laughs> Which is, I guess, weird. So you're shouting at the police officer to get closer to you, to, to what looks like your son. He went upstairs. Looked who, who, at who did? The, my your, son. All right. He oh, got, he locked himself in a room. He goes and locks himself in the room. Because he's a 16-year-old and he's got like... He's, a, oh, he's having a strop. You know what they're like. Of course he's having a strop. He's just come to life and you've got the police on him. Well, this is, the police officer then goes, uh, right, you're going to have to come with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, why me? It's him you should be worried about. Yeah. He went, no, you're coming with me, pal. Your son seems distressed. Yeah. And you can't be near him. I can't be near him. Gosh. I've been near him all his life. Yeah. I made him! Anyway, I'm in the... I'm, I'm in the... Uh, no, in the jail, in, the, in pl- the, the police station. I'm at the police station. And, you know, I'm being questioned. And I'm telling them, you've got to come back to the house with me. I'll show you around. I'll, I'll show you what's been going on. I told them. I worked on E.T. Yeah. They went, uh, which version? <laughs> which version? <laughs> so so I they, they were uh, aware of the two versions. Yeah. I said, chops. Yeah. Uh, the good cop. He said... Uh, Between the good cop, there were two police officers. Yeah. You'd established one of them being good oh, and one of them yeah. being bad. trust me, oh yeah. How did that... The good, quickly, cop, the good that... cop went, um, really like that version. Yeah. Never liked that Elliot kid. Glad he got a laser through the head. Yeah. Bad cop went, it was the worst film I've ever seen. Sure. I prefer Steven Spielberg's. <laughs> that's right, they, and they have to disagree, because that's the good cop, bad cop <laughs> dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I don't like you... I like you. Yeah. And do you know what I thought? I thought, I will tell you everything, and I'm going to tell you nothing. Well, I guess that's the genius move of the the good cop, bad cop scenario. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got me. Yeah. But that's how they're good like that. Yeah. I really like the good guy. Gave me cigarettes. I don't even smoke. I'm, <laughs> I'm puffing away in there. Right. I love it. And I said, guys, you've got to take me back to the house. God knows what he's going to do in there. Because he knows where everything is. How does he know where everything is? Is he, is he imbued with memories? He like- must be. Right. Well, that's interesting you bring that up, actually. When you're making a, a, a robot of some kind, mm. the idea of memory is a very interesting um, It's a very interesting aspect. But you presumably don't have to worry about that because you're just making armatures oh, but that... I don't, no, no, no. Uh, well, that's the thing. That's the difference with respect to when you're watching a movie and yeah. I'm watching a movie. Right. So who would you say, uh, you know, apart from E.T., you got any other favourite kind of... Like Jurassic Park? Like, right. I think there's obviously there was a lot of CGI, I think, for some of the wider um, shots, but the closer-up stuff, I think, was all um, was all like armatures, wasn't it? And yes, animatronics. It was. You're watching that just you know, blown away. Hmm. And I did I did work on another version of uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> you watched another version of Stephen Chops is back, is he? <laughs> what was Chops versus Jurassic Park? Um... It's all set outside the park. Right, so nothing happens. No, it's the kind of, uh, it's like, uh, it's a divorce film, really. Right. It's quite a sad divorce film. But every now and then, they're like, what's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
beautiful though. It works beautifully. If you watch Jurassic Park and then watch Stephen Trott's film set outside the park, yeah. they dovetail beautifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 yeah. what would it have been like to experience this from outside the park? So, just to circle back, you were talking about the animatronics in Jurassic Park. The spill uh, well, yeah, Sorry, you watched Jurassic Park going, amazing, incredible, imagine if that was real. I watch it going, amazing, incredible, it is real, and I wonder what they're thinking. <laughs> right. Okay? They've got memories. Again, in my, uh, in my class that I teach the students, give your robots memories. Yeah, but you're, you're saying you're imbuing that, I guess, more in your own head, aren't you? Because they yeah, are you just... project. Yeah, sure. And, you know... People find this silly, but I felt it helped me. Uh, when I was building um, my son, every uh, night before I went to bed, I'd just whisper a new fact about him in his ear. A new fact about him, about his life? Just about his life. Give us a few facts that you would whisper into his ear. Oh, I was saying stuff like, uh, you know, you fell into some nettles when you were six, but right. you, you, you were okay. So you invented a whole, a whole history of him, basically. His life, his life. Yeah. Um, first time you went on a plane was when you were 14. Yeah. We went to Poland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you always wanted to have a child. (sighs) Well, yeah, I have, but I just never found anyone. Mm. And, um, the thing is, when you work with puppets, when you, when you animate, um, it's a very lonely existence. Sure. And, uh, my father taught me how to do it. He was a phenomenal craftsman. And I've always wanted to pass it down um, because I think it's a great skill. It's why I enjoy the teaching aspect of, of my career, but also why I, I, I really wanted to create a, a... Well, in the end, it turned out to be a son. I never went down that path. I never meant to do that, but yeah. you just... Um, so You grow close, don't you? So, so when you'd finished with the police and they'd taken you back to your house, how did you reconcile with your, with your son? Well, the door was locked, of course. Right. Uh, he put the chain on as well. Yeah. So we had to break it down. <sighs> well, I'll never forget it. I walked in, and he was on the PlayStation again. Yeah, he's, he's 16 years old. Mm. And he was surrounded by, I'd say it was about eight to ten friends. Oh. And by friends, I'm, I'm going to assume that he had built he had built these. I'm going to, I'm guessing. So the police look at me, yeah. and they go... Sorry, what's going on? <laughs> what's going? That's not an unreasonable question, I, I think. Who, who, who is this lot? Yeah. Now the police can tell this summing up because um, I am, of course, and uh, well, I'm not blowing my own trumpet. I'm very good at it. He wasn't so good. Not brilliant. Right. About five of them are uh, just walking into the walls. Right. Okay. So, so these these were physically active and alive as well. Oh yes. Yeah. Right. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, I'll yeah. give him that. All right. I think it is, it is quite a skill to be able to build out of inanimate objects something that becomes alive. Yeah. Nice genius. So the police come in. There's there's one 16 year old boy that's relatively realistic animatronic playing PlayStation. <laughs> yes. And an eight or so less good looking animatronics running around and bumping into things. Five of them are running into walls. The other one is just drinking alcohol at the cabinet. And uh, the other two are, um, they keep they just keep lifting the TV up and down, up and down. Right. They've okay. obviously been programmed to lift stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're just lifting the TV up and down, up and sure. down, up and down. And what do the police say? Uh, well, the police, uh, they shoot the two lifting the telly in the head. Sorry, sorry they, they start shooting? They have to. Right. I tell them, there's only one way to do this. Bang, bang! So you you realise that the, it got out of control, that if, if left to their own devices, they'd keep creating more of themselves? You know that bit in Fantasia when... Uh, I've not seen Fantasia, sorry. Well, there's a bit where Mickey tries to axe a broom, but every time he axes the broom, it just doubles, and then it triples, and then it quadruples. 
right. thought that's what we could have here. Yeah. Also, I don't know who's upstairs. I can hear someone walking around. <laughs> something else upstairs. Well, we'll get to that in a moment, perhaps. Shoot those two in the head. Yeah. Taser the rest of them. Right. Put handcuffs on my son and yeah. be gentle. He's your son, yeah. Yeah. So that happens. They taser all them against the wall. Yeah. They start to enjoy that, weirdly, so right. they all have to be shot on the edge as well. Right, okay. Then what a horrific massacre that you, you've killed your effectively your grandchildren. Oh, I can't see it like that. Right. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. And how does your son take that? Nothing. I mean, he's emotionless. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, actually. I thought... And that, and that actually, if, you know, if I'm going to be um, honest with you, I thought one of the most heartbreaking things was I thought he would be able to cry. Yeah. I thought I would have made him be able to cry, but well, I guess th- if, that was a great failure of mine. Well, is it a failure? If, you, if you're whispering in his thoughts and memories and you've never given him any sad ones, would he have the capacity to cry if it's only from that that he, he sort of learnt his life? Well, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a good lesson. Yeah. I, I, I think I shielded him too much. It's only a, a crash to earth when you walk in and shoot all his kids in front of him. Mm. Anyway, I had to, uh, I had to then um, cut his hands off right. because he was... Um, very cleverly, uh, just unlocking the uh, handcuffs. handcuffs. Yeah. So um, we had to chain him to the uh, radiator by his neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is upstairs? Right. Christ Almighty! So the police they've called for backup now. There's about ten of them. Yeah. And uh, they all come in. They go, "What the hell has I said? Just stand back." <laughs> yeah. There's someone upstairs. Who's upstairs? Well, they start climbing the stairs. Mm. It's quite a tense. Ah, uh, yeah, it was situation. I said, shall I come up? They went, you stay where you are. I heard them swing open my bedroom door. Mm. There hasn't been anyone in there for a while, I can tell you. Other than yourself? I'm in there most nights. Yeah. I hear crying. Ah. Uh-huh. Do you go upstairs and explore? Well, I'm still at the bottom of the stairs, and I look up, and I go, who's that? Hello? At the top of the stairs is, um, I'd say she's about 18. Yeah. Where's my boyfriend? <laughs> So it's your son, your son's partner, right? So you're so you're at the bottom of the stairs. You're looking up. Who do you, what do you see? Elizabeth the first. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of course. Right. From your first film, you you your skills have developed in some weird way that all your creations have started to come to life. She is beautiful, incredible, a vision. Yeah. Even though she's got, I think I think I was right. What's it's for hair? Dusty what's from a packet you opened 20 years ago. Oh, there's a lot up there from 20 years ago. So is E.T. walking about? Um, he's on the roof. I, uh, I just can't, I faint. Um, but then I wake up again immediately. Good, good, to, good to paint that picture. Ultimately, nothing changed. But it, it, I think these details are quite crucial. So you, um, you, 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 you're where you are a moment ago. Yeah. Your, your creatures I'm are exactly coming to where life. I was, yeah. Do you have any idea how or why this started happening? Like a, like a, a curse or a... Witchcraft? Well, you know, this happened now, what was it, a few years back. And someone actually was asking me this on set just now. They went, I'm reading your book at the moment. Um, it's quite an interesting... Sorry, and that's not covered in the book? <laughs> so this, all this is detailed in your biography, and you don't ever clarify why, for one month, a few years ago, your life changed when everything you built came to life. If I'm honest, mm. too much love. Too much love. I got too much love to give. You did execute your grandchildren. I did. And I cut off the hands of my son. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. And it's a big but. I, like I said, I, I, I've never found a life partner. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And there is some poetic, I guess, uh, uh, the idea of a, a puppeteer filled with so much love to give that they, they pour it into their work. Yeah. I end, uh, I end every seminar with, 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 with these words. You can't make a puppet without 
latex and love. That's a very that's a very lovely message. Mm. We're, we're nearing the end of the um, of the of the episode. Thank you for for being with us. Thank you for coming down. Eh? And so, do you think your drink pup, your puppets will come to life again in the future, or is that now you've you've had your fill of of love? And well, do you know what? A, that's really made me think for ages. I thought if I tried to replicate it, would it happen again? Because when I created my son, I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. So if I thought about it, would I be able to do it? Truthfully, I think I could. Sure. There's a little, uh, well, in the film I'm making at the moment, there's a uh, 85-year-old man who he doesn't do, he just sits in the chair, rocks, and... Uh, the why, fil- why is this an animatronic? Can't you just get in a, an actor? I've spent a lot of money on it, and right. people did say just get get someone in, yeah. especially if he doesn't move or say anything. <laughs> yeah. um, but what's funny is I've realised I've, I've put in a lot of love and care into this show. Sure. And I'll tell you this, just before we, we wrap. Last night, I'm always the last to leave my set. Yeah. So I was sweeping up and um, turned off the lights. And um, just as I was leaving, I looked back at the set, like I do every night, and I just thought how lucky I am to be working in this business. And as I shut the door, I heard something. I opened it again. I said, is someone still here? And it's the old this man. This old man <laughs> just walks up to me. He shakes me by the hand. Yeah. And as I pull my hand away... Yeah. There's a £10 note in my hand. Oh, right. And he says, get yourself an ice cream, son. And I thought, on the drive home, I think I've uh, made my father. <laughs> well, that's a lovely poetic moment. Um, we've, we've got to go. I just One quick question. I forgot to ask this earlier. What happened to your son after you cut his hands off and chain-cuffed him, I think, by his neck to the radiator? Uh, he does, like, student nights now. <laughs> right, so he's, he's still knocking about. Yeah. And he does one of, DJs. Uh, yeah, yeah, people get pictures with him. Yeah. Uh, he has a lot of fun. Sure. Um, he's a bit of a Dothario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does but, he DJ without any hands? Yeah. All, I mean, awful music. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's enjoying it. So I think he's uh, he's at Reading Uni this weekend. Cool. So catch him there. Well, uh, we'll, 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 we'll recommend it on the podcast. Uh, Gary Geppetto, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, that's what we've got time for. This episode was researched by John Kearns and edited by Matt Ewins. Sound effects were added by Ben Williams and Naomi Parnell, and the theme tune is by Nikki Green. Next episode, we'll be investigating the story of a postman who can walk through walls. But until then, remain vigilant and catch you next time on Microscope. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.